This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast was brought to you by the MarTech Podcast. Hosted by my friend Ben Shapiro is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. With episodes you can listen to in under 30 minutes, the MarTech Podcast shares stories from world-class marketers who use technology to generate growth and achieve business and career success. And you can listen to it all on your lunch break. Recent episode featured Max Novak, the founder of Novacast, where he talked all about how podcast booking campaigns create value for listeners and for brands. You know, I'm a huge fan of being guests on podcasts. So listen, check out the MarTech podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz, and my guest today is Steve McKee. He is the co-founder of McKee Wallwork, a nationally recognized marketing advisory firm that has made the Inc. 500 list of the fastest growing private companies in America in its first year of eligibility and has twice won the prestigious Effie Award for Marketing Effectiveness from the American Marketing Association. We're going to talk today about his new book called Turns where business is won and lost. So Steve, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thanks, John. So I guess we need to define what you mean by turns. I mean, what is a turn in business? It's, it, that's a really great place to start. It, the original concept for the book started as a book about turnarounds, corporate turnarounds, because mm. that's what my sure. company does for a living. And I just got very intrigued with that whole metaphor of the turn. And so it certainly includes big turns, like a corporate a sweeping corporate turnaround. But little turns as well. The decisions that we make every day mm. in business, either intentionally or that are foisted upon us, that change the destiny of our companies and careers forever, which is a pretty big topic. So I, th I think it's like a lot of those things that, that you don't know they're happening while they're happening all day long, right? So I mean, what's a typical day of turns you know, look like for an entrepreneur? It's really remarkable. I start in the book with, I, I kind of get pretty pretty narrow about it. Just the simple fact that the route you take to work in the morning could affect mm. your whole day. It could affect your whole life. The, what you decide to have for breakfast. I mean, there are little decisions we make, little turns, if you will, that can have a big impact. In the day of an entrepreneur, really any decision you make is a turn because by definition, a turn is when you're heading one direction and you're no longer heading that direction. You're heading a different direction. So it could be a sweeping turn, like a new product launch or, you know, refocusing your company, or it could be a minor turn, like, or a less sweeping turn, like who you hire or who you fire or how you price your products. Really, literally every day we're making decisions that are turning our organizations and, as I said, our careers, whether we realize it or not. So I can almost start to think of if people start realizing, you know, it's like breathing. We don't realize we're exactly. breathing all day, right? And then somebody tells us, you should pay attention to your breath. You're like, wow, I do this thing. And, you know, we can only do it for about two minutes, right? But yeah. I can imagine people starting to say, oh, well, if I start to look at every decision I make and like start <laughs> to analyze it, I mean, I'm going to be exhausted by like 9 a.m., right. right? I mean, so, right. so how, I mean, how do we take this like, okay, Recognition, this is happening. There's these decisions making. I mean, how do we decide yeah. <laughs> which we should decide about? <laughs> yeah. I, the best analogy I've come up with is it's like driver's ed. I don't know if you remember back when you were taking driver's ed, however you took that. When you're trying to keep the car between the yellow lines, 
as a new driver and you're swerving back, it's and your hands hurt and your arms hurt and you're panicked yeah. and the whole thing. Once you learn the principles of driving, you can almost forget about it and it's muscle yeah. memory. Right. This book, there are eight principles of turns and it's meant to be a reflection on those things so that you can think about the turns in the past and the turns in the present, of course, the turns in the future and uh, how they work and the ramifications. But then, yes, you have to sort of let whatever sinks in sink in and then go about your day. What role does hindsight <laughs> play in this? You know, I know I, I get, I'm on a lot of shows, podcasts myself, and, you know, a very common question is like, you know, what's one thing you would do different, you know, that kind of thing. And it's like, well, yeah, I can tell you now, <laughs> you know, but certainly at the time I maybe made it, maybe it was an unconscious decision that paid off or didn't, but you know, how much is hindsight, you know, a role in kind of, a, of analyzing turns, how they've worked out? Yeah, it's how we learn, honestly, right? Yeah. One of the, of course, I go into the example of auto racing in the book. And if you're on an oval racing an Indy car or a NASCAR, how you took the last turn is going to affect how you take the next turn because right. of the conditions of the track and the wind and the and so forth. And the physics. same is true in business, <laughs> the physics of it, right? Every track is different. Every day is different. Depending on what tires you have on the vehicle are different. When to pit is different, all those sorts of things. Same thing is true in business. Hindsight is where we learn. We took a turn and we either took it well or we took it poorly or something was thrown at us that we didn't expect. And if we reflect upon it, we can learn not only about the forces that are affecting us, but the timing of the turn and the decisions we make and our emotions as they were involved yeah. in the turn. These are all factors that matter. All right, so I've got my three-year plan and it's mapped out exactly what's gonna happen, you know, 36 months <laughs> from now, where our revenue is gonna be, and this is a plan and we're sticking to it. I mean, how much is that sort of mentality in business get in the way of, intuition turns in opportunity that arises or the opposite of that of just loss of focus because I'm willing to take anything that looks like a new direction. Yeah. It's that delicate balance in life. One of the things I've said about this book is we tend to think of life as a series of straightaways interrupted by occasional turns. Mm -hmm. And I actually believe that life is a series of turns interrupted by occasional smooth stretches of road. So we have our five-year plans. Just as when I left the house this morning, I had the route I was going to take to work in mind. But when I came across a closed road, which literally mm -hmm. happened this morning, I had to adjust. And I think there's a balance there. What is it? Eisenhower said plans are nothing, but planning is everything. Yeah. We have to have the plans, but we also have to recognize that they're not going to happen exactly as we laid them out. And how we navigate those turns can make all the difference. That's why the subhead is where business is won and lost. You don't win or lose typically on the straightaways. You learn when things are dynamic and changing. Mm. You have yeah. to outmaneuver your competitors. You have to make sure you don't run off the road, all those sorts of analogies. Do you find that, that if somebody embraces kind of this idea that they will actually find themselves avoiding turns or maybe looking for turns as opportunities in a heightened way? I think probably the latter, honestly, because the exciting thing about the more we learn about turns is the more confident we are in taking them and making them. I don't see a desire to avoid turns because really the lesson of the book is too bad. <laughs> you can't avoid them. They're just yeah. going to happen. One of the, one of the big lessons of the book though, is if you recognize that turns are where business is won and lost, well, you want to look for that turn where you can get the advantage over your competition or over the past or what have you. So I think it'll make me put people more, maybe, maybe to continue the auto driving analogy, the better you are at navigating turns and driving a car, the more likely you are to want to race it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's interesting. I mean, I've been doing this for a really long time and I can, I can physically remember times when I would say to myself, things are going too smooth. 
you know, things are almost mm -hmm. getting boring. I feel like I'm doing mediocre work and, and I would almost be excited with a challenge at that point. I mean, how does that fit into your principles? I spoke to the roadway engineer who literally wrote the book on roadway turns and he educated me. It was, it's, a, it's really remarkable what goes into that. And he says that what engineers realize, recognize that it's better to have a number of shorter turns in a row for a driver than to have straight away and then interrupted by a big turn because we get conditioned. If thing, if the road is turning regularly, we get conditioned to it turning. And so we're more ready and able to do yeah. it. Yeah. So that too, if you are on a long straightaway, well, that's when you put on the cruise control, that's when you fall asleep yeah. and up comes a turn and you can run right off the road. Whereas yeah. if things are continually turning, you're alert to it. We talk in our business a lot about turns in business and that, you know, like the tech industry turns so fast. Mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't want to be in it. Give me an ulcer, but at least tech companies are aware of that. Yeah. Whereas in, in other industries that turn more slowly, what we see in our consulting practice is that there are companies that are being run off the road and they don't even realize it until it's too late. Yeah. Cause they think yeah. that everything's just going to continue the way that it has in the past. Yeah. And to some degree, even if they see the writing on the wall, they kind of stick their head in the sand sometimes because it's, you know, the change that they see coming is going to be them killing the golden goose, you know, yep. and that's a hard one for somebody to swallow, isn't it? It is a hard one for somebody to swallow. And that's, again, one of the messages in the book is the turn is coming. It doesn't matter whether you want to take it or don't want to take it. It's happening. Yeah, so learn yeah, how yeah. to do it yeah, and embrace yeah. it. And now a word from our sponsor. Hey, are you sick and tired of wasting your precious time on tedious tasks like pulling reports, rewriting blog posts, and trying to personalize countless prospecting emails? Well, say no more because I've got some new AI tools that are going to blow your mind. Introducing HubSpot's newest AI tools, Content Assistant and Chat Spot. Content Assistant uses the power of OpenAI's GPT-3 model to help you create content outlines, outreach emails, and even web page copy in just seconds. And in case that wasn't enough, they created Chat Spot, a conversational growth assistant that connects to your HubSpot CRM for unbeatable support. With chat-based commands, you can manage contacts, run reports, and even ask for status updates. The easy-to-use CRM just got even easier. Head on over to HubSpot.com slash artificial-intelligence to get early access today to both Content Assistant and ChatSpot. Hey, Marketing agency owners, you know, I can teach you the keys to doubling your business in just 90 days or your money back. Sound interesting? All you have to do is license our three-step process that's going to allow you to make your competitors irrelevant, charge a premium for your services, and scale, perhaps without adding overhead. And here's the best part. You can license this entire system for your agency by simply participating in an upcoming agency certification intensive. Look, why create the wheel? Use a set of tools that took us over 20 years to create, and you can have them today. Check it out at dtm.world certification. That's dtm.world certification. So how about the, the, maybe it's a metaphor, maybe it's not actually a metaphor, but the fork in the road, you know, for a lot of businesses. Yeah. Because when you think of a turn, you think of, oh, I need to go this way. But what about that, like, which way do yeah. I go? And this is like life or this is death or I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, how does that play as a, out as a turn? 
that's probably the most common kind of turn. We tend to think of turns as like 180 degrees. Very rarely are turns right. 180 degrees. Most of the time it is that fork in the road that there's a decision to be made that let me put it this way, that what's happening today is not going to continue indefinitely. We're aware of that. So therefore we can go this way or that way, or maybe sometimes there's a third or fourth way. That is a turn. Any, even a one degree change technically is a turn because yeah. you're headed in a different direction. That's really the, probably the most common thing that we face in business. And I believe we face it literally every day yeah, in ways big and talk. small. I don't fly airplanes, but I've heard pilots talk about this idea. You know, when you talk about a one degree change, you know, you take <laughs> off from Denver and if you're one degree off the entire way, you're going to end up in Tulsa instead of, you know, Kansas City. <laughs> Pretty right. big change. Right. <laughs> and the same is true in business. I mean, I think yeah. that's a metaphor everybody can understand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want you to read the entire book because <laughs> we don't have time for that. Give us a flavor of, you know, you, you mentioned the eight principles and I know that, you know, change and contest and cause and moment. I wonder if you could just kind of pick out a couple and, and give us a flavor for what they are, but then more, probably more importantly, you know, how do we apply? Yeah. I'd be happy to do that. One of, one of the surprises that I've gotten from my readers is the, one of the early chapters is called the principle of the object. And I thought it was more of a setup chapter, but it turns out it's really affecting people. And the idea behind that is distinguishing the turn from that, which is turning is important. So the example I give is we call a turn in a roadway a turn, but it's really not. It's just a nonlinear distribution of asphalt. It only becomes a turn when something turns on it. An axis is only an axis when there's something turning on it. So it's a and, philosophical book. Well, it is. But the lesson <laughs> there is if you, we need to separate ourselves yeah. or our companies yeah. from right. the turn or else we risk getting our emotions all tied up in our decision making. Yeah. And as it turns out, no pun intended, I've had several people say to me that realization alone was worth the, you know, the price of the book. I think my favorite chapter is the principle of the contest. And the whole idea is there, I went into the world of physics and looked at all of the forces involved in a turn from inertia to lean, to torque, to friction, to gravity. Every one of those has a parallel in the business world. Yeah, And yeah. it's just, it was just really fun to uh, basically provide a toolbox of a lexicon, if you will, that people can use to describe and characterize the turn that their business might be going through. And I actually suggest in the chapter that you get out, if you're dealing with a turn, go to a whiteboard, write all those physical principles down and say, okay, what's friction in this situation? What's gravity? Yeah. What's torque? And it huh. can be a very much a learning experience. You know, it's interesting. I've commented over the years. Another thing people talk about is like, what book has influenced you the most? And really for my work in creating marketing system and the IP that I've created, it's a book on architecture. And it's kind of the same idea about building community and, you know, about things being in a place and having a systematic approach to, and I think other subjects other than what, you know, we think we're writing about or reading about or trying to teach, you know, can really inform, you know, like just, you said a whole nother language. I was just meeting with someone this morning who's in the middle of the book and the book is called turns where business is won and lost. And he said, this isn't a business book. <laughs> I said, you're right. It is a business book, but it's also not a business book. Yeah. It's about larger principles of life, yeah. of which yeah. business is a big part. So I mentioned that, you know, I've had my business for 30 years and I've often used the term seasons. You know, I have, you know, I've remade my business, you know, as we all have had to, especially in the marketing world. I mean, I started, we didn't have the internet, you know, as one of our channels, so to speak. And so, you know, I've remade my business at least five times, probably, you know, substantially. And I've always referred to those as 
seasons, you know, that yeah. certain things would happen and then another thing would happen. And that meant I was supposed to do this. And I don't think I certainly I wasn't applying the idea of, ter of turns. You hadn't written the book yet, but, you know, I feel like that's another metaphor that would apply to, to, uh, to turns. I mean, there's it a does. season, a turn for every season, so to speak. That's right. And I actually talk about seasons in the book because yeah. I had a realization one day as I was watching the golden leaves fall, it was during the fall, off the trees. My realization was, if this was the first time that ever happened, I'd be freaking out right now. Yeah. The world's coming <laughs> to an end. Yeah. The fact that we can enjoy autumn as a season yeah. is because we know it's part of a cycle or a yeah. turn. Yeah. Where the seasons metaphor breaks down in business, and I use it too, is that you know there are four seasons in the year and they tend to repeat. And in business- yeah. It never repeats. <laughs> it's just different phases, yeah. different seasons, different turns. And when you look back, when you look back over your life, and I can do this with my business, and I'm sure you can with yours. Yes, there are turns that happen every day, but there are some notable market right. turns. That day or that moment or that season was when we made this decision or this happened to us and that changed everything. I think everybody can reflect on that. I wasn't going to ask you this question, but it just as you mentioned that I had Dan Pink on recently talk about his, one of his most recent books about regret or, you know, no regret. And I wonder how, you know, when people start thinking about turns, you know, they start thinking about defining moments and sometimes there's a defining moment that you can go, ah, I blew that one, you know, <laughs> look back yep. 10 years later and you're like, eh, you know, that was a defining moment. You know, how much, how much it, I'm really trying to ask how, what a role, what role regret has, you know, yes. in understanding, you know, these turns. I think that's actually a helpful part of the book. The technique I use is I go back and look at turns in history and science and religion, business as well, sports. It's a sweeping overview of turns. And one of the things that I don't know if I can say this is universal, but I think it certainly could be is rarely has there ever been a turn that starts positive and is only positive yeah. or starts negative and is only negative. And like a very recent example was how awful COVID and the lockdowns were for all of us, but so much innovation has come from that, for example. Yeah. So it's yeah. rare that you can find a turn that is entirely bad or entirely good. And I think that softens the regret. It also causes you to be a little bit humble on the upside. Yeah. That, you know, not everything we do is brilliant. Yeah, that's interesting though. I mean, you can make a case for saying, in some cases, you need to be pushed into a corner, yep. you know, to make the turn, right? Yep. Sometimes <laughs> come to that dead end and there's that arrow yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, you're turning. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I guess what I was getting at is that, that, you know, a lot of times people can just float on by everything's fine. And then they like get pushed into a corner, they're about ready to go bankrupt. And then they can make the right decision because they have no yeah. choice in some ways. If it's, or it feels if like it's it. not. If it's not too late, which sounds yeah, yeah. Master the turns before you're right. forced to turn to avoid going off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> before the steering wheel comes loose. So Steve, tell people where, where you might invite them to connect with you, but then certainly also to, I know you can pick up copies of turns anywhere you buy books, but where would you like to invite people to connect with you? Yeah. It turns where business is won and lost. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere. My company is McKeeWallwork.com. But just as easily, you can go to stevemckee.com. It takes you to the same place. I'm on LinkedIn if anybody wants to link up. And I'd really love to hear from people who've picked up the book and have some thoughts about it because everybody seems to be getting something a little bit different out of it. And I love that. Okay. I said I was done, but I'm not. <laughs> Here's the question that I hope everybody who interviews asks. Best turn you ever made? I... <laughs> Can I give I you two? It's going to be a hard I, question. <laughs> well, I mean, the obvious answer was marrying the woman of my oh, dreams 37 years go. ago. I mean, 
that's not only the correct answer, it's also true. I would say that I was forced into a turn to start my own company yeah. when a succession plan fell through at a previous. It was not a turn of my choosing. It has yeah. ended up being remarkable. Yeah, yeah. I suspect answering that, anybody answering that question is tough because again, I, you know, I think most of it's made in the hindsight, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> so tough one to and do. It's, so. And it's genuinely hard to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And who knows how many we missed, right? That we have no idea that we missed it. No idea that we missed it. <laughs> and yeah, who knows how many we're going to miss today. Exactly. Well, Steve, it was great catching up with you again. As we pointed out when we were talking, it's been 20 plus years yeah, <laughs> since, yeah. since we last talked. So I appreciate you taking a moment to stop by the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. And hopefully we will run into you one of these days soon out there on the road. Super. Thanks for having me. Hey, and one final thing before you go, you know how I talk about marketing strategy, strategy before tactics. Well, sometimes it can be hard to understand where you stand in that, what needs to be done with regard to creating a marketing strategy. So we created a free tool for you. It's called the Marketing Strategy Assessment. You can find it at marketingassessment.co, not .com, .co. Check out our free marketing assessment and learn where you are with your strategy today. That's just marketingassessment.co. I'd love to chat with you about the results that you get.